What type of games do you play? Uh, I'm mainly Call of Duty. Like, but I, like I, online? I, yeah, I used to. I, but I don't play like Worlds and stuff. We play zombies and multiplayer. Besides Call of Duty? Like you game online? Yeah. Um, FIFA. Ultimate Team, a fair bit. Fortnite. Only because the OG season, like the OG thing is a back. I don't really play it properly. I played it back then, but not that the OG map is back. I'm playing it. You're playing it again? Yeah. That's fine. But not as much. Why did you stop? Because of the OG map? Every time they update it, it's like getting, getting a bit. And plus it got repetitive. Oh, yeah? Then my friend stopped, so I was like, ah, oh, I'm also going to stop. It's useless. And they all came back for this season, so came back. They do what? They came back for this season, so I was like, you know what? Let me play a bit. Mm, okay, that makes sense. Mm. Makes sense. Why did they put them out in there? Why <laughs> they keep messing up my, my seats? It's not crazy. They try to make me uncomfortable as much <laughs> as they can. But besides gaming, what else do you do? Um, how do you get paid in gaming? Okay, or you just do it for fun? So I don't get paid for playing the games, but like we mod games. We mod games? Like mod, like add content to games and oh. then they pay us for that, yeah. Like is, is, it, a, is it a good job? Like... Yeah, it's nice. Especially staying here, it's very nice. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> because you get paid in dollars. Yeah. Make sure who me Actually, I started a, a YouTube channel where I was posting stuff. You're just about. posting a game. I think that's Not my like games, like stuff that I, like the business side of. How you called, can do it's it. It's called, yeah, UGC stuff. Yeah. What is it about? So it's about my experiences in online business in a, creative scene as what didn't was happening welcome to another segment of talk entertainment and art and of course i am your host bob lamini and today we are joined by a youtuber a gamer <laughs> a musician a businessman what am i leaving behind that's Pretty much it, a jack of all trades. <laughs> the jack of all trades. Is a master at none though. So. <laughs> but he's checking everything. <laughs> what? Yeah, wait, pause. Pause there. <laughs> <laughs> but he's checking out everything. What? <laughs> I didn't, I'm not sure if I can pronounce your name properly, but can you please pronounce it? Okay. The easiest way is just the second half, which is Luca. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah but, but it's Luca. Gianluca. Perfect. That's Netherlands. Italian. Close enough. Oh. It's what? Italian. Halin. Italian. Oh, it's highly. Italian. What? Italian, yeah. Oh, Italian. <laughs> Joan Framman. <laughs> okay. It makes sense. It makes sense. So, man, please tell our people here, to all those who don't know you, and what do you do? Okay, so my goal has always been to be the guy behind the scenes. So hopefully not a lot of people do know me. I've been trying to be the guy that makes things happen for other people. You get me? Oh, yeah? So, yeah, so I've done everything. More so the business side and the, and the tedious side, the stuff people don't want to do. So 
you said YouTuber, but I don't consider myself a YouTuber. I'm more video editor for YouTubers or the guy who builds sets for YouTubers type of thing. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So in every space I'm in, I'm behind the camera most of the time. Most of the time? Yeah. And so then, you're the shooter? Yeah, I guess that's one way of putting it. And in the other fields as well, same thing. I've always marketed myself. I always build like a proof of concept, so to speak, based on myself. So I never wanted to be like an artist, but I wanted to do it just so I had experience doing it. So when, I, when people needed something, I knew exactly what to do, how to do it, you know, and oh, how to get Oh, I think guys. I see what you mean. Yeah. Basically, you just wanted to be the plug. Yeah, sort of. Like I wanted to end up, the, the, the main goal for me, I guess, is to run an agency that offers all these services, but mm. having proper talent offering the services. And I'm just the guy that brings them the clients. And I take like a, a cut, so to speak. See what you mean? So I you told were, you, he's jacking every, everything. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. <laughs> so was, have you worked with any local artists, like planning uh, them? In, uh, not so much like that, but. As an artist, I've collaborated with a few. Okay. Um, and right now I'm actually trying to curate like a, a local project. Like, cause I was watching one episode. I can't remember who was on it. And they mentioned something that local artists don't like to collaborate with people that aren't in their circle. I can't remember who said it, it was one of the episodes. Yeah. So my theory was I'll reach out to as many as I can and get them to collaborate with completely random people. Man, you ain't hear me up though. <laughs> <laughs> Collaborate. <laughs> That's been my thing because I can have seen it. Like it's not even the first time when I saw it mentioned here that guys don't collaborate with people that they don't normally collaborate with. So I was like, you know what? Let me try something. So I got a full local project, I guess, because I got my friend to produce it. Who that? The guy called Tristan. Tristan. Yeah. Ah. I think it's, in my opinion, one of the best producers in the country. Oh yeah? Yeah. And then... Um, yeah, and then? And then I wanted to, and he sent the piece that I sent them to guys I thought would sound good for a hook. It's some, some sent some back, and I'm trying to get guys on a verse, but no one knows who's collaborating with anyone. It's a whole like little curation thing. So you, you want to put the collaboration in terms of music only? Music, yeah, to start, just as a, like I said, a proof of concept to see, and then try to reach out to other things and see what mm. other ventures they once have got a, like a backlog, I guess. Because I saw your YouTube channel, you got gang followers, bro. Not really. On TikTok, I had a lot because I was trying, it's what's called faceless creation, where I'm not, the face and the brand isn't mm, me. I think I've, I, I've, I've, heard, I've heard of that, yeah. but I heard, I heard of it as faceless marketing. Yeah, it's the same, it's all the same, same thing. Same concept whereby the brand doesn't post any of the product they're selling. Yeah. But they give you an experience of what it feels like. Yeah. Our thing, because um, the content we posted was always going to be deemed as low effort because it was those, it was like, would you rather questions mm. with an AI voice? But then the point was to grow a following and then try and convert them into a product. We're going to market through affiliation, like affiliate marketing. How, how is that coming up? And actually went well before we stopped because we kept getting community guidelines strike for copyrighted music and for AI content. Like so on YouTube? All the shorts platforms. Oh yeah? Yeah. Because they don't, a lot of them, if you try and monetize complete AI content, they not, they're not really for it. 
So the goal was to build a following and try and convert. So your page on Instagram has, is it, is it your page on, on YouTube has about 47.4K? No one. Subscribers. Instagram, our old Reddit story page has 60 something thousand. On YouTube, I meant on YouTube. On YouTube, YouTube I've got like a hundred followers, subscribers. I only started my channel like two months ago. Oh yeah. And then the other one, because there's another one. Yeah, there's the TikTok, which has like 140,000, I think. Whose whose channel is it? The toxic one, the one with some tox, toxic. Oh, toxic is is a is a music promotion platform. Oh, yeah. I see that. Yeah, it's like one of those those unreleased songs. Yeah, but like and also because like promoting. low artists, you know, I think some of the songs got like twenty thirty thousand streams. There, that's twenty thirty thousand new eyes on the song. So mm. yeah. That's a good, that's a good way to go about it. Yeah. So I want to ask you, uh, how the hell did you end up in Swaziland? Because you're from Italy. Yeah. Okay. Well, Italy. Yeah. It's called Italy. Italy. (laughs) Italy. Yeah. Um. So my dad's parents were both doctors, and they came to Swaziland all these years ago, and um, then obviously my dad, my dad was born in Argentina, but then he moved with them because he was still young. They moved from Italy. No, from Argentina. Or from Argentina. Yeah. Um. To the side, and then um, I guess we just never left. You just stayed here forever. Yeah, like my dad's got so many businesses and things going here, <laughs> so we stayed here. Yeah, that's it's not a interesting story. <laughs> so you you've been here ever since you was you was a little yeah, kid. Yeah, I was born in here? South Africa, but moved here when I was four or five, and I've just been here my whole life. And then you went to school here, school here everything, yeah, everything. Damn, man. It's just a small community. Yeah, it is. Such a small community. So I want to ask you, how do you end up uh, in, in, the, in the creative space? Okay, so um, there's this game. It's called Minecraft. Um, I know Minecraft. Yeah. Like in 2010, 11, around there, the game was like released and it was going okay, but it got boring fast. And one of my friends who stayed in the same complex I was staying in, he was a software developer, but he was adding content to the game. Locally? Yeah. um, Through mods. And I was impressed. I was like, damn, this is so cool. Now I'm like 12 or 13. I'm like, damn, this is so cool. I want to do it. So I went on YouTube and learned how to write code in Java. And I just, started like posting all the stuff I made on the Minecraft like forums and stuff. And then people would reach out, say, yo, if we pay you, can you do this for us? So I'm like 14. I'm like, you like 14, you get money on the internet. People will pay me for this. This is so cool. Now at the time, any money was money. I was working after, after school, after my homework, I was working two, three hours for like one or two dollars. But I was like, huh, wait, there's a guy's pay me online. And it was so complicated to get the money back into the account. Yeah, because even now, um, e-commerce the side isn't as developed as, yeah, as it should be. As it should be. And back then it was even worse. Of course. So to make it worse, I never even got like money, money. They'll give me iTunes gift cards that I used to use to buy gems in Clash of Clans. Oh. So I was like, okay, I'm working too. But this, this is cool. And then those guys started growing on YouTube. And because I knew them, I already had a work relationship. They kept working with me. The game developed into other things. People needed other things. So I was like, okay, if they're willing to pay me for small stuff like this, if I move on to the big stuff, I could get more money. Now I'm in high school. 
during my break and lunch, coding in the IT room. And it was going well, it was going well. And one thing led to another. And then in form, that's how I got wait, started. Wait, wait. <laughs> so, so you in primary? I was in grade seven. You, you were in grade seven? Yeah. And you coding in class and you getting paid for it? Yeah, okay. yeah, pretty much. It wasn't really coding in class in primary. That was mainly the start of high school. Primary, I never used to do sports. I did the minimum, just I could go home early for this whole reason. And I made sure that, like, I stopped sports, sports, and only did, like, football and chess because chess was easy. I didn't need to be there for it. I only had to show up for events or for tournaments, rather, and I go home and code. Man, man, this is a crazy one. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. So what are your parents saying when you were coming back early? And then they, they didn't, they didn't. My, I used to tell them no, I had to do two sports a week, so I decided to change to this one. And I didn't think anything of it at first. And then the, the, at high school, the bus to Ezzawini would only leave at four. So we'd finish class at 2.40. So for two hours, basically, or for an hour and a bit, I was coding at school, trying to like, perfect. And the, the Wi-Fi there was terrible. Of course. So I'd... I'd Use the money because now I had my bank accounts and they were literally wiring transfer the money in and the fees were quite high. But I was using that money to buy bundles to hotspot myself at school so I could try and call this thing. Yeah, do the whole loop. So how much was because the dollar was like was it, it was like fifteen? Yeah, eleven to fifteen. Yeah, eleven yeah, to something fifteen. Something like that. Yeah. So what's the maximum pay you ever got out of that? Back then, I think the most I got was like eighty bucks in a month, and I was like. Okay, wait, this is pretty cool. And I told my dad, like, as a proof of concept, I was like, look, here there's about a thousand rand just under or just over a thousand rand here. Maybe if I try harder, I could get to a stage where maybe after school, it's self-sufficient. And I started working towards that and I got to the point where it's, it's nice to go full time now. Like you went full time after full time stuff. Started off as a full time software developer after form five. I never went to IB. I never went to college or uni. I just started doing this. You just created mods online. Yeah, so and and then um, well, not really just mods at the end, because there was an era, twenty fourteen to twenty sixteen, when local music everyone was an artist. Like we even had. Well, in that, like the, that studio in town, the Swazi Drive one, a full-on professional studio. Everyone was making music. So I was like, okay. When was this? 2014 to 2016. That's when like hip-hop was at its peak. Yeah, that's when it was at its peak. It and was every- at its peak. Yeah. So everybody wanted to have, yeah. have like a share. But the problem that I noticed, everyone was a producer or an artist. No one was like an engineer. Yeah, so I was d- like, definitely. Okay. Let me try Even this. less DJs. No one yeah, wanted to, yeah, be, no a one DJ. to be a DJ. Yeah. Now it's like DJs are flooding the yeah, market. That's, it's like the 2014 boom of hip-hop artists is now the equivalent of what? The 2020 to 2023 boom of local DJs now. <laughs> Facts. Yeah. Facts. But it's cool now because back then, DJs literally just played the music. Now they actually perform. Like DJs, you go to a draw. If you've seen a DJ there, that, a local DJ that's known, you go for his set. He's not just going to play other people's song. You'll see them, some dance, some have cool transitions, some live mix. Yeah. Like it's full on pop and I'm not just a guy pressing play on a pre-mix. Thing is, thing is, okay, back then it wasn't, it would depend. I feel yeah. like now it's less work for the DJs. <laughs> yeah. Because I'll make an example of, of, 
auf einmal Piano. Like mixing am Piano. As much as I don't think it's a lot of work doing it. <laughs> If you have a good ear for it. Yeah. I don't think it's a lot of work. Whereas like back then it wasn't as easy as it is now. Yeah. Plus now we have the information on how you can actually do this thing. No, definitely. So if you're a DJ and you're not playing proper sets, you're just lazy. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Fair. You're just not serious. Because <laughs> now a lot of stuff is can even be, I can't say automated, but can be less tedious yeah. to do as well. And like I said, now a lot of DJs, they play their somewhat version of a pre-mix, not all live, but you see them like literally get into it. They dance, they move, they put on a show as well. It's like you're talking from experience. Who's this DJ that's playing live? Premixes. <laughs> Not that, okay. I don't know many, but sometimes, like even on some videos, and I see guys post, I'll see them trying to, like they'll slow down the stuff or the fade, but it won't match the, the sound. So it's like it's a premix, oh. and they perfected the. Can't call it acting. That's a terrible word. What? I can't call it acting. Like they've got a premix, and they act as if they. Well, they, 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 they just... But acting is a terrible word because they are doing the work, but it's not. As intense as they're making it seem. Well, acting, it's their. How do you define acting? It's like something that you're not doing it. Yeah, like they've got their <laughs> their mix already set up, and then you see them moving the faders, and I don't know the, the the terminology. I'm not a DJ. I don't know the terminology, but what they're doing doesn't match, or is offbeat to what's. But I'm For the sound, so that's again, I I phrased it probably worse. Than it actually is, but so yeah, you were telling me what's the phrase from 2014 to 2017? There were only art producers and artists. An artist, no one was really, no one was an engineer. engineer. Yeah. So how was that? How was that an opportunity for you? You okay, saw it. So yeah, so guys, at because I went to Waterford and we had these like practice rooms there. Guys would come with like like a portable studio. Guys would come with the mics to school, a laptop. They'll make a beat and they'll go into that room and they'll record the vocal and then they'll mix it. But it would sound like something was wrong. It would sound 2014. Yeah. Like something was wrong. So I was like, hmm, these guys are paying these guys for the beat. But then the quality that they put on top isn't, isn't sub on par. So I went home and everyone was using GarageBand back then because no one, like cracking FL, some guys did it, but no one does. Everyone used GarageBand on either an iPad or their like old MacBook. So it was a free software. So I went home, went to on YouTube. Sorry, can I answer no, this? No problem. Okay. Yo. Yeah, I went home, learned how to, I can't say mix properly, but learned how to mix at a higher level than what they were doing. Get a whole bunch for free. And then built a, a portfolio and then started charging over time and perfecting my home studio. Then I was like, you know what? Let me give the other side a try. So I started producing beats. I was terrible to start. Of course, <laughs> you, you never start making like no, good shit. I was terrible, terrible for a guy who was doing well in music as a subject. It wasn't so you were using GarageBand to engineer the song? Yeah, with the limited resources that were there. For real? And, yeah. And then some guys crazy signed. I don't know if they signed, but some guys started working with Swazi Drive. Who's that? It's the guys who did Hypnotic and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, who's that guy? Oh, um, someone that's in my year group. 
just some random guy. And oh. then there was Sakila's brother started a, a collective. He was in my year group and a whole bunch of rappers were there and they got access to the studio. And all of a sudden. Who's Sakila's brother? That was that went to Waterford. Pepe. Pepe. Oh, Pepe. Yeah. I know Pepe. Yeah. He started a little collective and it was doing well. And then all of a sudden the quality of music just increased. Now they had access to like a professional studio, guys who were mixing. I think Low was mixing for everyone. L-O. Yeah. Uh, and Lichle, we go to... I think his name was. I think it was Lichle. I'm not 100% yes, sure. Yeah. He was mixing for Shout everyone. Shout out L-O. And all of a sudden the quality... That's literally one of the best engineers. Yeah. Well, the quality just became profit. So I was like, okay, my little mixing side hustle is finished now. I was like, let me try producing for these guys. I was like, guys, this is too much work. I tried adding vocals. I was terrible. Then one thing led to another. And I was like, if I kept doing this over time, it could get a bit bigger. Then I noticed no one was doing the business side of it. Everyone just had a song. And I can't, we weren't even dropping them. They were sending links to data file hosts. Yeah. Yeah. Back in the day. That's how it was. So I was like, hmm, SD Music is going to get nowhere because this is a file hosting service. There's no algorithm. There's no promotion way to do everything. So I was like, I want Man, this nigga thinks different. <laughs> <laughs> man, you, man, you think different, bro. I like niggas like this. <laughs> yeah, everyone is doing the same like, thing. Imagine, yeah. imagine, like if, if, if you would actually, you actually had cracked, if you, all of us would actually crack this thing way back. <laughs> realizing it was oh shit data file host isn't doing the job because there's no algorithm yeah, and like, it's you can't just, get anything yeah, out of you're it you're literally just downloading the song when they sent literally. it to you so we used to listen to like EDM remixes of songs on SoundCloud so I, I was like hmm I wonder if I posted my friend's songs on SoundCloud what would happen now, obviously I had to get permission but I wasn't going to post their song I was like yeah we can start a like a group and we just post everything under this group and then I realized how cover arts work, how um, tagging works to get the songs out. But back then, there were no algorithms in social media, like no real algorithms. Right. Because your followers saw your stuff and that was really it. So we learned a lot then and that progressed into what I do now, like more project management. Damn, man. Yeah. And then, yeah. When I was here, my dad told me, I have to try to remember the, the the quote, he said, where there's mystery, there's margins. When no one's doing something, there's an opportunity to go in and do it. So every time I looked at something, I tried to see what guys were doing and what guys weren't doing. Then I'd go home and try and be like, why aren't guys doing this? And then you try to figure and it I'd out. And i try to figure out, like, is it because it's not worth it? Or is it because no one wants to? Is it boring? And yeah. So after you started posting the songs on SoundCloud, um, did it work? I can't say it worked if you compare it to... Did it do its, its, its job? It got a few hundred. Some got a few hundred streams. Some got 20. Some got one. But now one. we're like, yeah. <laughs> now how you get one stream? <laughs> well, to be fair, we were like guys... There was like 10 of us. So guys are dropping songs all the time. So guys are getting bored of... Not bored. Getting annoyed rather. Getting the same like links every day on Facebook even. Because we used to post on Facebook with the short brief of the song and then tag... Every single one of our Facebook friends. Fact, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I obviously got annoyed from seeing all the notifications and it just stopped clicking on the links. And yeah, 
but we saw that hmm, a hundred streams on SoundCloud. There's no way a a hundred guys are downloading the songs on data file host. Yeah. So then we start doing, and then the Swazi Drive guys started posting on Audio Mac, and some guys are getting ten thousand streams. So we were like, these guys are doing something right. We have to start dropping. We just started dropping on Audio Mac, but there was no promotion. We're getting zero. But these guys are getting. So we we trying to figure out what they were doing, and we could never crack the. What the they were like really, 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 really doing? We're thinking like, this is local music pulling the same streams as like the remixes of songs that we listen to. Like, what's happening here? And some of the songs were in Sesuati, so the niche that they were appealing to is obviously smaller than any. So they were pulling ten thousand local streams, Fact. or maybe just nearby streams. Did did Sesuati have had like a Sesuati artist, like somebody who was rapping Sesuati? I don't know directly on Sesuati, but a lot of guys at Waterford um, would. Because everyone as an artist back then were making songs in oh. the Swati and then working with the, the Swazi Drive studios. Mm. I don't even know if it was the Swazi Drive one or that other recording studio that's in town, um, like opposite the Millen. I don't know the name of the place. Theater Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah the one yeah. the Theater Club. It was between those. So I couldn't. I can't remember which one is which. I might have got the things wrong, but they were at one of those. They were at both to start, but only one was popping and I can't remember hundreds mm. which one it was, but that was the the start of everything. So with with all with all your experience, okay I, I can say experience because <laughs> you were you were you were in bits and bits and bits of it. What do you think could be the niche currently? The what? The niche. You see the problem is everyone here is trying to be an essay artist. Everyone's trying to have that essay sound in their in their song. And it's working there. So that niche, I can't say it's saturated, but it's saturated. So here there's nothing new coming. Everyone, not everyone, but a majority of guys are trappers now. Mm. And that's, there's already a lot of supply, but I don't know if there's a big demand for underground trappers. So that's the, that's the niche to get into if you can break through, but trying to break through, I don't know if it's the right one. So when you move around, what do you feel like the people are demanding locally? It seems like there's a demand for just local music. But the problem is everyone's got this mindset of, I don't want to drop so, so much. I want to wait a bit and then feed the streets. But there's a lot of food already there. This nigga ain't got keys to the streets. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody <laughs> trying to feed the streets like that, but it's I not see like that. That's just the terminology. Like they say, um, a lot of local artists won't post for a few months, and then they'll say, "I'm sorry for making you guys wait." They were not in anyone's mind. But yeah, True. I mean, I mean, who, I mean, who made you? Yeah, we're waiting for the bus, nigga. Nice you. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the that's the thing. The, like, artists now have this mindset in the country that they're like above. No, but it's trying to do the groundwork, obviously. Yeah, so you feel like they, they're looking at it the wrong way. Yeah, they're, they're looking, looking at, at it as if they've, they've already, yeah, they're they've already superstars. It. Yeah. And they haven't done yeah. the groundwork, the bare minimum. Yeah. yeah. So how do, how, do you, how do we fix that? Now we have the problem. Okay, what so do we do? One example that um, one <sighs> of my, like, I can't say international, that sounds... Big, but one of my international friends told me 
five years ago. And I'm going to use the same um, comparison that he gave me. Right now, if I put on this, on this thing, uh, a generator that generates tickets, and in 10 minutes, it's going to be a draw. It's completely free to enter for a million rand. You can put as many tickets as you want, but you only put one ticket. There's the three of us that are going to win this competition. You can't one of play. us is winning. There's an unlimited amount of tickets you can put in. But it's up to you to pick up the ticket and drop it. Are you only going to put one ticket? It's a million rand, completely free to enter. Or you're going to put as many as you can. As many as you can. There's the problem. Guys, they should need to just drop. Like even Russ, he drops every week. I'm not saying drop every week, but Russ dropped every week and now look where he is. Mm. Make as much noise as you can. Yeah, because the more you drop, the higher chance one song is going to do well. And Mm -hmm. to start, to, to be completely honest, your songs are only worth as much as they've generated you. Some of these guys probably make sense on streaming services. So why not drop a lot? It's not as if anything bad is going to happen. You can always delete later or, or make an archive page. Like a lot of underground artists have an archive page where they've put all their old music and their new page only has their professional stuff. That's the one. And some guys here do have side projects, but they don't flood those. So they're taking it slow. Makes sense, man. Makes and that's sense. the real problem. Like, yeah. Like I said, some of the biggest artists, even if you go onto some mainstream artist's SoundCloud and you go down to when they started, you can see the fre- like how frequent the spaces in between their first few drops are because they knew the more we drop, the higher the chance one does well. That makes sense. Because we can also make an example with, with Drake. He dropped uh, For All the Dogs. For mm-hmm. All the Dogs, yeah, right? The one that's now. Yeah, the album. Recently. Yeah. And then... I think he saw it wasn't doing well and then he dropped the Deluxe uh, Scary Hours 3 yeah. and it was most like a Deluxe because it had for all the dogs first and then Scary Hours Yeah. so the tracks from Scary Hours are nice once you finish those when, let's say you have that album on repeat so you're going to go again and yeah. play those those same songs Yeah. so it wasn't even a good. It was even a good idea for him to put the songs in the bottom, so you can start listening. Yeah. And start from the top. But you can honestly, you you have the free will to start there. Yeah. It's, like, it's like it's a B side. Yeah. But you're going to go back and listen to the whole, all the yeah. dogs because it's there waiting for you. Yeah, that's also speaking of albums. That's another thing. I don't think personally anyone in SD is big enough to drop an album or a project. But guys like doing it. Now, the problem with that is very few guys actually save local music to their, like, library. Mm. You send them a link, they will stream it to support you, but that's that's where it'll end. So instead of dropping an album, let's say, with 10 tracks, drop one track for 10 10 weeks, and now instead of dropping an album, now each track has got the same amount of love as the other because even for up and comers, like not even just local artists. Very few guys will listen to the album top to bottom. And if they don't save it to their playlist or to their library rather, now it's, it's going to be lost to time. So the plays will, will stop. But if you drop a single, this guy will stream it today, but he might not stream it again. Next week you drop another single, another stream will come and it will sort of have a bigger conversion than... Yeah, so, and it would, it, would, it would actually create the 
as much noise as you yeah, can. Yeah, that's what it is. Because the hype won't really die because you're always going to be putting something. You're not putting the same, shoving the same thing down people's throats. You're giving them something new, something different. So what do you feel? <clears throat> how do you feel about, let's say, I have six tracks. Maybe I'll call it an album. But then I'll drop each song as a single. But at the end of the six tracks and then it just becomes okay yeah that's called it's called the waterfall method mm-hmm. where you drop a single next week you drop a single but you've included the two then the three then the four then the, that's the best way to do it because you're giving every song love but when you're promoting your new stuff you're also indirectly or inadvertently promoting your old stuff and you compile it to an album at the end that's the best way. you get the album you wanted you got the streams you wanted and people you know aren't I don't know the word, but I'm going to be tired of listening to you because you're giving us something new all the time. Mm. That's the best way of doing That's what I did. I trialed it out actually with one of my, my projects. I dropped a single, then a single that had the previous single, then one that had the next two and just built on top of it. And the streams were like, I can't say the same, but they were on par with each other. Then I dropped a few months later an EP as an EP the first two got nice genes and then it became terrible. So it just shows that no one's really listening to local music that way. But if you give it to them in, what's the word, with nice spaces in between, it, it plays nice. Okay. So before the music and the projects, what can the artists like work on? The, the roller plan. Yeah, the roller plan. Before the roller plan, let's say I'm an artist. And you've identified that I'm a good artist, but then I still need a fan base or people to listen people to, to listen to me. What do I have? Okay, to... well, a lot of the things. Maybe also I might be speaking for the vocal minority, but it seems as if people just say on their story, dropping a song next week. Mm. The song drops. They post the cover art on Instagram put the link on their story and status and ask their friends to share. It seems as if that's, I think there's no real promo being done. And let's say you're not meeting new people. Your page isn't growing and your WhatsApp status viewers aren't increasing. You're promoting the same stuff to the same people. So your numbers will never increase that way. No one has like a, a solid plan and everyone is scared to post on social media to promote their stuff. Because nowadays, um, songs have become part of the digital art, which has changed from being art and artists to content and content creators now. Now you can't just post your cover art. You have to literally make content to promote your song. Fact. True. Crazy, yeah. man. Because back in the day, guys would just yeah. post their cover art. Now, that doesn't that You doesn't have to work. create the content to, to yeah, promote you your song. Yeah. And still pictures don't move like they used to. Yeah, yeah. it's all video. And that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. all like short form video, arguably, is the best mm. way to promote it. Because every social media platform is trying to compete with TikTok. So they're pushing heavy on the Talking on the about TikTok. Side. TikTok has introduced 30 minutes videos. Yeah. 30. Yeah. So yeah. now you can upload a 30 minute video. That's wild. Yeah. <laughs> Even Instagram now Instagram still doesn't longer thirty seconds. Like you can what? post yeah. as much as you can. It can be even, as long. Even reels, they can be long now. Shorts are still sixty though. Yeah. Shorts are on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. They're still sixty seconds. Yeah. 
because they for already it. have the the long form. The long form. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It makes sense, man. It makes yeah. sense. Does YouTube have a story? They did. They not. They don't have any more. They did have a story. Yeah. Now mm. you got your community post tab where you can post out there, but those don't delete. They used to have one that would delete after twenty four hours, but no one is looking at YouTube like that. Fact. So we're yeah. going in there just to watch something. We're out. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Because I'm worried about TikTok. Because TikTok is more about scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. So now I'm going to stay <laughs> on one video for more than thirty seconds, thirty minutes. Yeah, that's the. Is it, is it? You stay for that video for thirty minutes? Is it one view? Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> Not doing that. <laughs> you can't do that. I don't know if it's going to work. TikTok. Though. Website is terrible. Like the app is nice, but the website is terrible. So you literally want to be watching a 30 minute video on your phone. I don't know mm. who's holding their phone 30 minutes 30 straight. Minutes. <laughs> and also the, the, like the scrubbing to move forward and backwards is terrible. Like you have to watch them one go. Yeah. Because once you go out of the platform, <laughs> it's gone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, that platform is for like quick dopamine hits, which is why a lot of artists promote heavy on there. Mm. Yeah. So like like what he was saying was before the music drops, before you you drop the project. How do we how do we create the fan base? So a lot of people noise. like knowing how things are done. Yeah. So a trend that a lot of up and coming artists do is they already recorded the song, but then they pretend that they're recording the song. So they say like, "This is how your favorite artist records songs." Now you're interested because that's the hook. The video doesn't start with like, hey guys, my name is what I'm doing this. It starts quick. This is how your favorite artists record songs. And it goes to them recording their song. And at the end, they say, if you like this song, the pre-save is in my bio. Mm. And now that view has got people hooked because they're like, huh, I wonder if Drake records the same way. I wonder if whoever records the same way. And they start watching the content about it. And they're like, this is interesting. Damn, this song is nice. Let me go and and pre-save. Mm. Which dates back to the thing I was saying. Guys will also not convert if you have one song released. They'll be like, oh, this guy doesn't doesn't drop. There's no real way for me to judge his sound. Thanks. I don't know if it's gonna be something I'm interested in. So I'm just not mm. gonna not gonna click it. So that goes back to dropping consistently, dropping frequently. Mm. And then the rollout plan, once you have the project, I have the single, how can yeah. you roll it out? So um, what a lot of people don't know, Spotify pre-saves, they don't exist. It's not a real thing. It's just your distributor. You give them permission to add a song to your library. So it's all done through your distributor. It's For not real? like a real thing. Yeah. Pre-saves, pre-saves don't they, work on Spotify only. No, they don't. Pre-saves aren't a, real, aren't a real thing. It's just that your distributor will automatically add the song to you, whoever pre-saves its library. If they, if they Authorize it. And then that abundance in streams in the stars is what helps push the songs for algorithmic playlists. Mm. So that's why a lot of artists try and push pre-saves because it's an abundance of streams to start. So the roll-up plan, you should have your song before you even think of rolling out. And that's what a lot of people don't do. They don't have their song finished. Like they say, I'm dropping a song next week, but they haven't even recorded this week. Now I've got a week to do everything. And that's why Nothing happens, but you've got your song recorded. You can make a few short form videos. Now, the reason short form is good. You make the video once, you post it on however many platforms are, YouTube short, Instagram reels, TikTok. Now you've got three chances of going viral with the same amount of work that you would have done to promote on one platform. 
Mm. Yeah, there's no, it goes back to that thing of the tickets as well. You wouldn't take one ticket. You wouldn't post on one platform. Why, would, why wouldn't you? And you go all out. And then, yeah, that's like there's an artist called Connor Price. He's an, like an, a proper artist now. He just started off by doing open verses on TikTok. He would hop on people's open verses and they liked his sound. And he had some original music out. So guys like his sound, they'll go and check out his stuff. Thanks. Then he didn't want to be known as the remix guy. So he started promoting his stuff through skits. And that's what people don't do here. Is every time they promote something, it feels like an ad. And people mm. don't like ads. It doesn't feel organic. And that's the um, gray area that we're in right now. Man, that's crazy. Yeah, that's true. Like if you think about it, every time someone drops something, it's I'm dropping a song next week. I'd appreciate it if you listened. That feels like an ad. Or instead of, instead of dropping, saying that, guys even record like a little video saying, hey guys, I'm dropping this song next week and they played in the background. That's a good way of doing it. But instead of just saying that, they could say something like, hi guys, my name is Luca. I'm an alternative artist from Swaziland. I've just written a song about a breakup experience that I had. Let me know if it clicks with you. And I start singing the song into the mic. That doesn't feel like an ad. That feels like a guy's telling you, damn, he's going through something. Let me hear him out. And that conversion would be better. Man. Man, that's great. <laughs> we're in the gray area what? now where we've gone past tagging everyone in all our posts to yeah. check our stuff to now somewhat doing ads. But the ads feel like ads and people don't like ads. So they just scroll down. Scroll. Because there's so much content out there. If you don't hook someone, mm. you've lost them. You, literally. Yeah. And you have 15 seconds to do that. Yeah. Five seconds even on TikTok. Yeah. You've got like five seconds to hook them. Even YouTube now. Very few. Okay. Obviously our podcast is different, but very few creators start their videos with, Hey guys, welcome back to my channel. In today's video, we're going to be doing this. Even Mr. Beast, he starts his video straight. In this video, we're going to be doing this. And he shows a clip of what's going to happen. Now you're host. You're like, oh damn, he's going to like have a train go into a, into a hole. And he says, but before that, now you have to watch a whole 10 minute video to, mm. to watch it. Because you find that that part is at the end. It's not even at the end. It's somewhere in the middle. So mm. you can't even skip to the end. Yeah. Yeah. Because on YouTube, an important metric is AVD, which is average view duration. And it's how long a person watches your, mm. your videos. Of, yeah. So a good percentage is 45 and above. So it's same thing with, with songs. They, I assume it's going to be average listener duration but if guys stop playing your song after 10 seconds your song is three minutes the algorithms there say that yeah, this song is trash they don't promote it but, oh shit that is true yeah. yeah and that's why i don't know if you've noticed but songs have been getting shorter like second verses aren't a thing anymore in many, many songs many songs are one verse and it's for that reason even Pre-hooks and bridges. They're not in many songs. It goes hook verse. Then you have country. a piano guy who makes a song for six minutes. Yeah, but that's that's the genre. Yeah, I'm saying, like it goes back to the the local artists. If I dropped a song that was three to four minutes, guys, don't I'm going to listen to that whole thing because guys are only listening because they're your brothers and they're supporting you. But if it's long and not really repetitive, but monotonic and something that they can hear everywhere, a lot of guys. Swipe off after they've listened a bit. Yeah. So you're saying short form clips, short short form songs. Yeah, short songs, one verse songs, like 
intro, hook, verse, hook, outro. One minute 30, a song. Short form content, 25 to 30 seconds. You can get a whole week's worth of content in 20 minutes. You just perform your song seven times in seven different locations. And you just add a little hook in the beginning of each. Now you've got your, your content to post. That's what everyone does. Even on YouTube. I'm not YouTube, Instagram Reels. Guys will have them singing their song into the mic with text above that's got information about the song and about them. Now guys have clicked onto this and they're not going to type off because they're reading the text. And after three to five seconds, it counts as a view. Because they've got their view that they wanted and they've got a potential like new listener. And that's another issue in Swaziland. Guys don't get to the vocal parts of their songs when they perform it. Like when they promote it, sorry. They only have the, the beat. Yeah. And as the vocals are about to come in, it cuts. Now that's, it's a good way of promoting. It builds suspense. But if someone sees 10 likes, they're not going to be like, oh, no one cares about this wife or I. <laughs> I mean, I mean, so it doesn't make sense. But I hear what you're mm. saying, man, and you're making a lot of sense. You're making a lot of sense, bro. I don't know how I'm going to put this, but you guys, you need to start practicing what we are preaching. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not even, it, because doing it, it's impossible to get a worse result than if you don't do it. Thanks. Because you're doing it, you're going to bring more eyes to your stuff. Like, there's so many guys that want to do this full time, but there's no numbers there. And that's why, because there's no real promotion. And then, Coming back to the promotions, do you think um, you, you need traditional media as much as... Uh... No, actually, independent is like the way and straight up posting your stuff on social media is much better for up and comers than newspaper articles about you or being played on local radio. Not even local radio, just played on radio in general. Very few people will convert to long-term listeners. Um, yeah, you don't really need it. It's much better to just go ham on promoting yourself. Cause I mean, the internet is much broader reach than a newspaper, radio post or playlist placements or a paid promo on someone else's IG page. The broader internet is much, much better. Cause that's another thing. Um, here, here specifically, we suffer from what's called imitation limitation. Like a lot of, not even just artists, a lot of people in the creative space will look at even a South African show or South African artist and be like, you know, if I had the same gear he had, I could make much better music than what I'm making right now. Nah, fair. But they're just I've trying heard to find that a lot of things, yeah, a lot of times. They're just trying to find an excuse mm. for to supplement whatever is. The issue, huh. like a lot of is it YouTube, an excuse though? Okay, excuse it might is. not be a good word, but a lot of it is. It is an excuse. It is an excuse because a lot of like even YouTubers to start use a USB mic that costs forty dollars. So maybe what's that? You can say six hundred rand to make their videos that were seen by millions. But guys, like here, want to have like a a road mic or a sure into a proper yeah. interface into all this. To start the quality with even just a generic, if you want to go an XLR route, an XLR mic, or even a USB mic, 
there's an artist called um, David, I think is his name, D4 ID, I think it's something like that. He makes, all, he's a mainstream artist, like millions upon millions of streams. He makes his music with Apple earphones on Bandlab on his phone. Mm. He's a mainstream artist. Mm. So, Even Steve Lancey. Yeah. He was saying, we'll see, he, he, when he recorded his first project, he used to, he used to use that software too. He just put earphones. Yeah. Get like, even creating his own beats. That's what he would do. Yeah. Because now, nowadays, you don't even need to crack software. There's so many free alternatives that won't affect the quality of your sound because now you're not <laughs> using up-to-date plugins or whatever. There's really no, no real excuse. It's AI. Yeah. <laughs> There's, there's literally AI which does the job. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of guys that have made a career on producing hard beats, but they're not a rapper. So they rap on it, but then they use AI to change their voice into someone else and promote their stuff as what artist X or artist Y would sound like on my beats. And at the <sighs> end, they say, if you want to hear yourself on this beat, link in my bio. And now they've got a conversion from that. Mm. That's, like, that's how AI is helping guys beat. With, with artists, guys go bar for bar with their favorite artists on their song, but it's just them. And they say like, artist X bodied me on my own song. Now, guys are interested to say, since when does, does this person make this type of music? And they listen for their favorite artists. They're like, you know what? This song isn't, isn't bad. And they, mm. and they gave it a chance. And they're like, oh, this is quite good. But going back to the thing, a simple USB mic goes a long way, but guys always say, no, nah, it's my equipment. That's why my music is bad. They always want to find uh, an out instead of blaming themselves. They should not find excuses yeah. and why it's not working out. Yeah. But I want to ask you, see, okay, locally we have this thing of um, rap, I want to say like artists not getting shows. So as much as the people that are making the music and they're putting in Let's just say you're putting in money to go to a studio and record the songs, but the money isn't coming back, you know, and the money is, it basically you're just wasting it. It's not really wasting it. It's investing in yourself long term because let's say, I don't know what a song costs. Let's say you pay your friend for a beat, you pay someone for studio time, you pay to get a mix and master it. Shows aside, you have to get thousands on thousands of streams alone to make that, that money back. But instead, instead of looking at it as, hmm, I didn't make money back on this song. I'm not going to do it anymore. Instead saying like, okay, this is the start of my, my catalog. I've got this song now, but I'm not going to drop it. I'm going to wait until I have four or five songs in the vault, then put a consistent rollout plan. Once these five songs are rolling out, I can then, now I've got a pitch for shows I can do. I've got streams coming in. And then, yeah, that's, you know, finding other ways of making money instead of trying to make the money back from that song direct because it's very difficult to make an ROI. Instead of just dropping one song and then you make noise and then that's it. Yeah, that's it. But like I was, like I was saying, <clears throat> you, you go and you get your song made, but you don't drop it. You wait until you have four to five and you drop them consistently. Now guys are seeing, okay, this guy is making moves. They see it as making moves because you're doing a lot, but you've had the stuff 
vaulted for a long time. Mm. Now you've got your ROI coming from streams, from songs, potential collabs even and everything. So you invested in yourself short term for a long term result. Yeah. And by the way, like, and even, there's even another episode that I was watching. Guys were saying you shouldn't use type beats. Who said that? <laughs> I can't remember who. Okay, I binge watched. You guys came on my for you on my for you my um subscription feed on YouTube. And I just binge watched a lot of it, but I don't watch the whole thing because you get to a point where you start speaking to Swati, and then I I don't understand. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna skip a bit, and I feel like I'm watching a lot without context. But anyways, <sighs> something was said about type beats or something like this. Yeah, say it's not seen as professional. Not seen as professional to who? To another artist. You're not making music for that artist. So it doesn't matter if someone doesn't see a profession. So you don't need to go out and buy a beat. You can save that money and use a free-for-profit beat that lets you post on all streaming services. Now you save the money that you would have spent on a beat. You can go to a studio to record, but you have them send you the stems and you mix it yourself. You learn how to mix on YouTube for free. Now you save the money that you're going to use for mixing and mastering. You could even use AI to generate cover art if you don't want to pay for it. Now you mm. save the money for your cover art. Let's say you save maybe 300 rand for a beat, mixing and cover art. 100 and 100, even though it's much more in some areas and much less in some. Now you've got 10 rand to spend on paid promotion, paid ads. You'll go further than you, than you have if you wouldn't. Especially South Africa and Swaziland. The demographic and the cost per click is, is very low. 300 rand you can reach 4 5,000 people. 10% side to check here, that's four, five hundred. But then 10% is, add you, 45. One of the reasons it's, 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 but the thing is with, with sponsoring, one of the reasons it becomes not reliable is because let's just say you sponsor the first time and you don't sponsor the second time. You get a lesser audience yeah. than what you had the first time. But yeah, but your goal isn't to necessarily build your following. It's more, you're more going to do it to convert them into listeners. That's, I, don't, I don't know if I'm making sense there, but. I, I, you are making yeah. sense, but I feel like it's a bit of both. Yeah, it is. Following but, and yeah, listeners. But if you're trying to increase your following, your post is likely going to feel like an ad. But if you promote a reel, for example, of you saying, like the example I gave, I'm a local artist. I just made this song about this. It'll just appear on someone's page and it'll feel like it's an organic, an organic post. So they listen to it. And they go and check out your song. That's the conversion you're looking for as an artist. You're not really trying to build your, your KUR, but you're not trying to build your IG as much as your Spotify. Mm. Yeah. Mm. All right, makes sense, man. Makes sense. Do you have anything else you want to ask him before we continue? Did you guys go into gaming? No, man. <laughs> <laughs> not really, but yeah. but yeah. I actually started. We started with gaming. Yeah, started with the build up. We started with the product. Did you want to have to? Do you have a question for gaming? Yeah. Uh, okay. So you, you, I saw something like I think it was on WhatsApp was that you want to do like streaming. Okay. Games. Okay. Not want to do streaming. Like we used to post interactive games on TikTok. So guys would donate to have something happen in the game and we wanted to get back into doing that because that was an insane revenue stream. Mm -hmm. That's really the only bit of streaming I was talking about on my 
on my status. Yeah. So, so do you think gaming has more has more money than music? It depends on the niche that you want to get into. I feel like if you're like, let's say a type beat producer on YouTube, posting beats every day and guys are buying beats every day, your ROI is better than playing games because with games, the real money is only in tournaments. And if there's no tournaments, the money is low because no one's just paying. So, but if you're an in-demand player for a certain game, guys will sign you up for tournaments and because your name holds weight. Mm. Yeah. That's, so it depends on the area that you're, that you're in. Because I feel like locally we're not really exposed to gaming like that. Yeah. Yeah. Especially online gaming. Not so because mm-hmm. you can't do online difficult here with the speeds. Yeah. <laughs> Even the Wi-Fi data. Oh, down. Yeah. You've it's got tough. a choice. You can either play online or stream. You can't stream you playing online. Mm. So yeah. I saw, so there's this there's this there's this reels I'm I'm seeing on 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 app and on Instagram whereby producers make the beat and when they play the beat they play in a game. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a car they're driving it around. Yeah, those are like the beats at the top and the car thing is at the bottom. Yeah, yeah like those the, are retention hacks because those are to increase views because guys are watching your your gameplay at the bottom to stay stimulated, but your content is playing at the top. We used to do the same thing like that with podcast clips and streamer clips. We'd go and stream the, um, like, I mean, go and screen record, like, Kai Sinat, Aisho Speed, Aiden Ross, and then put gameplay at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Parts, they could then add subtitles in the middle, and then we post those on social media. And those are the things. It's the same thing, instead of, but instead of the producer at the top, it's... Would it, would it get, like, a lot of traction? It would, but... There's a lot of talks on the ethics of doing that because guys aren't watching for you. They're not watching for someone else's clip that you stole. Mm, makes sense. Or the, or the gameplay at the bottom is gameplay that you stole. It's not your gameplay. You've just taken it from YouTube, put it on the bottom. Hmm. That makes sense, man. That makes sense. I want to ask you about the, about the local industry. Mm-hmm. And what, what, what do you think is the state that we, the, in the state that we're on, what do you think needs to be improved? Okay, so we're in a sort of gray area. With, we're better than where we were, but we're not where we all think we are. We're in a, a middle thing. So the thing is, I don't want to say every creative, but a lot of creatives have a... Every creative. <laughs> has a, a God complex. Just Yeah. Every, <laughs> they've every got creative. A, they've got like a God complex. You think because they're doing something creative and making some money from it that they're better than a lot of people. The moment they drop that God complex and just start releasing stuff because they enjoy it, the industry will peak. That's because I don't know of guys that really, really enjoy like the stuff that they're doing to the point where they would take a second job if the money was left to continue doing the same thing. And that's the sort of gray area. No one's willing to take a, a small risk. And the guys that, I can't say are big, but the guys that are big think they're above everyone. So by the small risk, you mean like the free gigs? And yeah. Not even, yeah, free, the, the free gigs or guys complain that they don't get the same 
treatment as essay artists at Groove when they get booked. Yeah. But the guys in essay do it as a job. The guys in Southern should see it as an opportunity. Facts. <laughs> bop, 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 bop. Pinza. Let's go. Because the problem, another problem is we see it as the music industry or the entertainment industry. We need to see it as the music business or the entertainment business and realize if you want to go full time, there's work involved. Another example, or not example, another comparison. Let's say you have two businesses, the exact same business, like two franchises, the exact same. Nothing is different. One is on one side of the country. One is on the other side. It's a completely active income stream, meaning you have to do the work to get the money. You're mm. not doing the work at that business. It's not making you any money. One of the businesses is making you a thousand rand an hour. One is making you 10,000 rand an hour. You're realizing after a few months that you can't allocate the same amount of effort towards both. So you're going to start prioritizing one. You're not going to prioritize the one making you 1,000. Perfect. When it comes to the one making you 10,000. And that's how the guys that... Ah. Ah, that's how the guys that host Groove look at it. They're not hosting a Groove so you can have fun. They're hosting a Groove so they can make money. They would rather lose the local artist that's got a hundred streams than the international artist that they're bringing in. Who can bring 10,000 people. Who can bring the people. Because they're also being in revenue. Yeah. Literally. So these guys, it's a job for them, but we should see it as an opportunity because let's say, like for example, Bushfire. Bushfire, it's not just local guys going to bushfire. Guys come from all around to go to bushfire. Yeah, guys on a guys should see it as an opportunity to perform at bushfire to expose themselves to a new audience. Correct. Mm, I think the guys will always complain that we don't get the same treatment. They treat SA, these guys better than us because to be verbatim, because they see you as second class in comparison to these big guys. But can you blame them though? Yeah. You can't because they're they not working yeah. on their brands. Yeah. yeah. On top the, of that, these SA artists, they are bringing the numbers. Yeah. They are bringing the crowd. Yeah. Their job is to bring, to bring a return on investment on the tickets, sales, and the other stuff. The local guy's job is to increase his following by being a great opener for an artist, a great filling, a great guy's performing after, and mm. increase his overall stats. A lot of guys, even when I was in, um, in LA, I went to a grunge show, which is where there's like one major artist, but then the rest of the guys are guys that get two, 300 streams on their thing. Those guys put on some the, the best show I've ever seen. I don't even like that type of music, but I gave them my time. I recorded them. I posted about them on my social media. I was like, damn, these guys performing like crazy or something like that. Now, my followers have seen that. So someone in my followers likes that type of music. They could convert. It's an organic promotion. You open for a big artist. You put on a crazy show. Guys are recording in anticipation of the next act. But now you're going to indirectly be in that video. And guys will be like, yo, this guy brought the energy. Mm. He hyped us up for the crowd. There's no ways. This guy is great. And they tag you. And now you've got a, I can't say a new fan, but you've got a new fan. You see, they took the opportunity. They grabbed the opportunity, took the chance. I That's, see what you mean, man. It is, it is, it's valid. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Like the moment we stop seeing, because local, local, local groove, they, 
still provide transport and a, a green room and all that stuff. It's just the money they paid that their guys are complaining about. But they provided you with an opportunity. That's how it should be seen. And yeah, that's that's the great area where we're at. Where opportunity think, more than the complaints. Yeah, like, like for example, if that SA guy, or not even SA, that international guy wasn't coming that you were opening for, the crowd is going to be so small if it is just you. So you should see it as an opportunity to still perform for those people. You're not bringing in the numbers. Your you can your job is to. But like, is there is there a lifespan or how long you can do that? I mean, because yeah, you should you, be, can't, you should be working on yourself yeah. to grow. I, yeah. I I feel like okay. First of all, I I don't condone uh, being paid by six packs. No. <laughs> yeah, no same. But as an artist, I feel like once you get that opportunity. Or before that, you're supposed to have a strategic plan saying, okay, I'm going to be at this establishment. There's an essay or an international artist going there. I'm going to be an opener. So let me go there and try to create the content and try to network yeah. and build relationship. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Instead of yeah. seeing it as getting paid, you see it as an opportunity to build your network, mm. get new fans, perform the greatest set you've ever performed. True. But if you bring the vibes, guys will convert. Mm. And if that doesn't work, you always go back to, yeah. to the drawing board and see, okay, yeah. this is what I did for the past three months, six months. Uh, what worked, what didn't work. Yeah. You fine tune your strategy. And then you go on, on the why, you double down on what worked, you drop mm. what didn't work. Then you see, like, even, even if it's like your first gig, Expecting to get paid is is crazy, in my yeah. opinion. Like you've never performed anywhere. You've never. These guys are taking a chance in hiring. You know what happens if you're shaky on stage or something? Shaking, my god! <laughs> you are shaking right there, like, or something it's a happens. Mess. <laughs> but you can also um, have someone in the crowd record you on stage, and then you dub your actual track over it. Like it's faint. Like the, you don't cut out the crowd noise, but in the background, so your quality is clear. Now you've got content to post on social media as well. Mm. So now you've you've been paid technically to create your own content. True. But I feel like the major, major, major problem is consistency in the country. Yeah. Right. And besides that, thing is another thing is we had we had, we had a conversation about it on the last episode we had. Is that you can ask for the gig and you get the gig. But next time, they're not gonna book you. They're not going to come to you and say, like, yo, we'd like to book you. And you charge them the amount of money you charge. They're going to say, can you book you to come play? We'll offer you this. But yeah. if you... Not if, what you are worth. But uh, in the long run, if you can create your, your brand uh, to a point where now they request to book you. Because mm. you can't go to the to that establishment once and think hey, maybe after this one yeah, I mean of course you create the relationship with the people mm. definitely you create the relationship with the people but you all know promoters are, are disrespectful <laughs> no yeah yeah they, those guys are disrespectful but and they know a, you need them more than the, they need yeah, you yeah that's also the thing because I don't their think, job is I don't to, think they need you I think we need them more they have the money. That's what I'm saying. That's, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. We'll see. You as the artist, you need them more than they need yeah, you. Yeah, true. Yeah. But, and also it's their job to 
you know, put on the best show that they can mm. for the cheapest amount of money possible. So wherever they can cut costs, they will cut costs. Mm. And you yeah. can't really blame them. Yeah. yeah. But so, maybe we need, I, okay, I always say this, we need to have a proper association for creative. And that's another thing. The only people that want that are the small people. There's no real demand for it. Mm. You think there is because you're friends with the vocal minority, mm. but there's no demand for it. If there was, it would be a thing. It would be a thing, yeah. Yeah. So the, what people need to do is not really have an association, but it's create a, an establishment, even a digital thing mm. where they've got all the list of local artists, what they do, the EPK, so to speak, mm. everything in one place. And then create something amongst everyone that they think is a fair way to get compensated for their, their time, their efforts and everything. The moment uh, the majority do it, it becomes a standard. Yeah. Because let's say 51% of artists don't mind being paid six pack mm. and all that stuff. But 49% do. I've got over half that don't mind. I'm not going to change. Yeah. But now if 80% say, you know what? We've actually been taken advantage. We've been made a fool of even. Not We're even done. getting paid a six pack. We're if, done. Yeah. If we got paid the equivalent of the six pack in cash. Maybe it would have made it could, sense. It could be better. Yeah. Because the six pack food, mixes and all this stuff. It ends up being a few hundred. But they're paying you in six pack because that's on their alcohol budget. It's not costing them anything extra. Fair. Yeah. They just bought extra on they, purpose. Yeah, they just had the alcohol and they're going to have an ROI on the alcohol. So they don't mind paying you more than what you're worth in the um, booze. They probably and got a discount on yeah. the supply. <laughs> For buying pork, yeah. yeah. So I, I want to I wanna talk about the association. Would you be part of the association and what role would you play if you were to have it? I mean, I, like I said, I like being the guy behind the scenes. Behind the scenes, yeah. So I could help an actual strategy because mm. like I said, everything I've built, I've, I always considered it as proof of concept. So I feel like I know what I'd be talking about in the strategic side of things and how to actually do it because mm. I've got <laughs> knowledge and I've got, can't say the numbers to back me, but I've got the numbers to back me up. Mm. So I feel like I'll be coming from an area of expertise in this. Makes sense. Makes yeah. sense. So we're starting on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's December. See, it could it definitely would, happen. It would have been good to plan something in November because December, there have been no real grooves this year, mm. but it's December now. There's going to be something every week. True. And I imagine you have yours. But this is also a perfect opportunity for guys to grasp it and take everything with what they, what, whatever guys want to pay and just go out, perform, put on a great show, record the show, got content, the crowd will convert. You've got your content to promote yourself. It's now really a really good opportunity for guys to drop sounds consistently, keep the hype up. Perfect time for that. But you'll see not, nothing will, will come from it because guys don't like dropping. <laughs> That's the problem. Probably. That's also why guys don't take it, like promotes and stuff, don't take these people seriously because they're not taking themselves seriously. You can't have four songs out. Every show you, you do is going to be the same because mm -hmm. your set is going to be what, even 30 minutes. Mm. Your songs are going to equate to the same amount. I mean, bro, you have a lot of information. 
and we would love to have you longer on the show. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure we can have a part two, right? Yeah, no stress. I'm always, I'm always around. I right, no problem. Before we wrap it up, do you have anything else you want to add? Mm-hmm. I right, man, how long? How, how long are we? Over now. Over now. You already? Already. <laughs> man, for short. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For short, but anyways, if you manage to stay up to this long on this video, we appreciate you, and thank you so 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 much for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe, drop a like, drop a comment, follow us on all social media platforms at t- tfe underscore p two i. You can follow me on IG at find the beat double i. Also follow me on Instagram. It'll be linked below because the handle is right. My name is G Falcon, but to spell that is. It's a different level, yeah. but yeah, you know, yeah, you catch it. Oh, thank you so much bro, for coming. Yeah, that was cool. You actually have a proper setup. It's actually impressive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.